Today on Locked On Anaheim Ducks. We're back, baby, and we've got some not-so-great news regarding the Ducks and some job cuts, and a very fun story regarding a boxing exhibition, question mark, that happened recently. All of this on today's Locked On Anaheim Ducks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. All right, we're back. It is December it's been a long, cold November with no hockey, but we are back. I'm your humble host, Jason J.D. Hernandez, and it's been a while since I've done this. Um, I've been covering hockey for the better part of a decade up until the last nine months because there has been no hockey. I've mostly been covering minor league hockey for the better part of a decade. The last game I worked was at Honda Center, but the majority of my time has been spent with the ECHL, the AHL specifically covering the goals and the rain. But yeah, it's been a long time since we've had any hockey. All right, uh, before we get started, I want to remind you that you can hear this podcast on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or Stitcher or wherever you hear your podcasts. And if you want to be a Ducks fan and show off that Spotify year of the end list, and you listen to this podcast, then you guys are awesome. And yeah, make sure to listen on those platforms. Also, follow us on Twitter at LO underscore Ducks or follow me personally at StimpyJD. All right, so let's start off with the not-so-great news because we've got a fun story afterwards that I do want to get to. Uh, let's start with the news that the Anaheim Ducks have furloughed a bunch of people this is a really unfortunate turn of events that happened with the Anaheim Ducks because a loss of revenue led the Ducks' ownership to announce some job cuts recently. And according to a spokesman, it's less than 15% of full-time employees across the business enterprise of the Samuelis. And this includes the Ducks, the AHL San Diego Goals, and the Rinks. So a lot of these are furloughs, but some cuts are permanent. And here's a statement through the Anaheim Ducks, and I'm going to read it verbatim. Quote, The enormous social, emotional, and financial impacts of the coronavirus have impacted us all, and the sports and entertainment industry comes to be severely affected. Due to the ongoing uncertainty and its unknown duration, today we felt it necessary to make a number of very difficult staffing decisions across our business units. For nearly three decades, we have been proud to serve as a symbol of excellence with our employees and players actively taking the role of standard bearers in the industry, and it's what makes a day like today so truly heartbreaking. An overwhelming majority of today's reductions were in the form of furloughs, and so it is with expectant anticipation that upon moving beyond this terrible pandemic, we will have the opportunity to welcome back most of our highly valued team members, end quote. Look, guys, it's been almost nine months. I miss everyone that works at these facilities. Um, I'm going to start at the top with the Anaheim Ducks. There's plenty of attendants that have been friendly over the years, especially in the past year where there have been some very friendly faces. And, oh, by the way, i got to uh, just mention this. This comes from The Athletic from Eric Stevens. So as I was mentioning, you know, a lot of guys I'm going to miss, including Eric out at the pond, who've been tremendous. Uh, big, big shout out to everyone down in San Diego, down at Pachanga Arena. A lot of the ushers, they have not worked for nine months. Uh, some of them have been furloughed. Some of the full-timers down there have been furloughed. 
Um, I've heard of a couple people that have outright lost their jobs in San Diego, and it's heartbreaking, guys. It is truly heartbreaking to see this happening. But again, it has been nine months, and we don't know if there's going to be a hockey season. I'm not going to go into that today. I'll probably go more depth, more in-depth into that next week, where honestly, we really don't know if there's going to be hockey or not especially in the American Hockey League because we don't really have a concrete timetable. Uh, Some rumors are saying February could possibly be when the American Hockey League starts. But again, that is going to take a Herculean effort to get the AHL back. So let's just see what happens there. All right, let's get to the fun story before we head into the first intermission and I bring in my special guest. And this has to do with a boxing, quote, exhibition that took place over the weekend. Yes, the main match was between Mike Tyson and Roy Jones Jr. that somehow ended in a draw. It wasn't a draw, folks. And the undercard for this was Jake Paul, a YouTuber, and Nate Robinson, a former NBA player, most notably with the New York Knicks, and most notably a multiple slam dunk champion. So on this fight, Nate Robinson kind of came out looking a little bit, um, I guess, skittish. He would kind of hop around a little bit. He was disorganized with his boxing. He hasn't really fought at all that much. So to see Snoop Dogg just saying, oh, Lord, and seeing Nate Robinson literally bounce on the canvas. That dude bounced. I feel bad for him. Yeah, he got knocked out cold, and Jake Paul moves to 2-0. But that wasn't the story. Immediately after the fight, you saw one particular NHL player calling out Jake Paul. Yeah, I kid you not. So the first thing he said was, geez, maybe I should take on Jake Paul next. And then Steph Curry said, yeah, I see no lies, when Nate Robinson shocked the world. So Kane said, yeah, that was violent. And then finally, a little bit after that, Evander Kane had this to say, quote, Yo, Jake Paul, I'd wreck ya. Easy to beat up guys with no experience and much smaller. August 31st, 2021, Vegas. We can see if you're really about that action. Hashtag your move. End quote. Yeah, that's what Evander Kane had to say. And the last thing he said was, waiting for that answer, Jake Paul. He's just waiting. And at Logan Paul, he pretty much said he'd mess him up. So, you know, to come at him. Evander Kane is a big-time fighter in the National Hockey League. The only guy that he has trouble with is Ryan Reeves. And even Ryan Reeves, he had a little bit to say about the fight. I mean, he's going to call him out as well. In fact, you know what? I'm going to quote Ryan Reeves as well because he also watched the fights. And here's what he had to say. Quote, Right after I take care of Biz Nasty at Rough and Rowdy, Jake Paul can get that smoke. Book it. End quote. So now you got two heavyweight fighters that are ready to take him on in the boxing ring. Of course, poor Paul Bissonnette pretty much saying, let me retire in peace, guys. Yeah, Paul Bissonnette was a good fighter. He was a very good fighter. I've seen him up close in personal fight um, with my time down at the American Hockey League. You know, he played with the Ontario Reign a few years back. And he would fight a couple of the San Diego goals. And suffice it to say, Biz won those fights pretty handily, to be honest. But you're talking about Ryan Reeves and Evander Kane. And Evander Kane, 
He has trained in boxing. He's named after Evander Holyfield for crying out loud. And for those of you that don't remember, Evander Holyfield was that guy that got his ear bit off by Mike Tyson about two and a half decades ago. Yeah, that guy. But Evander Kane is named after a big-time boxer. So I wouldn't be surprised to see Evander Kane out in the boxing ring. I would love to see it. In fact, I would pay big money to watch that fight happen. And with that, I think we're going to head to our first intermission and bring in our special guest. Taylor Blake Ward is back. So he's going to come on and we're going to have some fun. But first, let's talk about Built Bar. They recently had their Cyber Monday sale. I hope you guys got in on it. I sure did because I'll be having some white chocolate protein bars coming my way. But if you missed that, worry not because there are still plenty of delicious Built Bars to choose from, including Cherry Barcia, Double Chocolate. You got some Apple Crisp. Wow, you got some Apple Flavored protein bars there now that looks really good however if you want to try built bar for yourself go to builtbar.com enter promo code locked on to get 20 percent off your next order you heard that right they are packed with protein 17 grams of protein only four to five grams of sugar and only 130 calories and most important to some people they are made in a nut-free facility for those of you with allergies. So be sure to check them out at BuiltBar.com. Once again, use promo code LOCKEDON to get 20% off your next order. Built Bar, the best tasting protein bar in the land. All right, we're going to head into the first intermission, and I'll be joined by Taylor Blake Ward. Stay locked in. Welcome back to the best podcast your car will ever need, brought to you by Built Bar. Once again, what some new white chocolate Built Bars are on sale at BuiltBar.com. Check them out. And I'm joined by a, I'll introduce him as a former hockey teammate slash enemy, uh, played some pickup hockey together, and also a future author. It is Taylor Blake Ward. Taylor, how goes it? Yeah, I think the future author part is the the better part of that because my pickup hockey days are pretty well behind me. But uh, hey, Jason, thanks for having me on, man. <laughs> yeah, we we played once upon a time back in yeah. our, back in our younger days. Yeah, there's still some bruises left. Yeah, from you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's uh, that's the name of the game, buddy. Use those hips. Yeah, yeah. You use your hips more than your fists, and. That can be said for plenty of hockey players right now because, as you were probably aware, there was some boxing exhibition is the best thing I could say about that. That took place over the weekend. It, it was it was a crap show, man. It, it was not the best. Nate Robinson got his ass kicked, as I mentioned earlier in this podcast, against Jake Paul. So this prompted Evander Kane to tweet, and I talked about that already. So the reason I have you on, I know you're a big hockey person. You love your Vancouver Canucks. Yeah. And Very true. Very true. And you're hoping they have a good comeback season. So uh, we kind of talked about this in the past. So I'll ask you, just straight up, do you think Evander Kane could take on Jake Paul? I mean, do you like the tweet that he put out? 
Well, I mean, I don't know anything about Jake Paul other than he beat the living crap out of Nate Robinson the other day. Outside of that, I don't know a thing about him. He's a YouTuber. Um, he plays video games. Okay, well, that, there's a big knock right there. Those are two things that do not indicate that you're a boxer. But um, I think the thing that might go overlooked from Evander Kane, and not that Evander Kane doesn't have stamina because he plays hockey and plays 20 minutes a night, you know, skating at full pace, but the stamina it takes to be a boxer. Um, you know, I don't know about this this Jake Paul guy or whatever the heck his name is, but if this guy trained to be a boxer, and he, I know Evander Kane has some boxing background, but yeah. the stamina, I think, is more more or less what you worry about, um, you know, with, with any hockey player. Because, uh, you know, we've talked about it, guys like Ryan Reeves. Um, I mean, that guy, who, who, would, who would dare take on Ryan Reeves in a bar fight? But if you're going 12 rounds with him, I think you could wear him down. You know, these big, you know, Zidane Chara. well, he's a wimp. But outside, you know, <laughs> go, oh, oh, come get me, Zidane, come get me, you know. Um, but, you know, is John Scott going to last 12 rounds in a ring? Is Zidane Chara going to last 12 rounds in a ring? I don't think they would. Well, first, um, off, Vander- first off, these boxing matches are best of eight rounds. They're not 12 rounds. You know what? Eight rounds, six rounds, two rounds. I don't know, man. I just – I don't see big guys doing it. You know, um, Evander Kane's he's a heck of an athlete, so it's a little different with him. But I think you're going to have to look at guys that have trained in boxing heavily. Um, I know that Evander Kane has some boxing background to him, so there's a chance. But if this Jake Paul guy has a background in boxing and that's what he's done, I mean, I – shoes, man, I don't know. I, I always lean to the one that – is an expert in the field. Um, and it se- sounds like this Jake Paul guy has some form of boxing in his background. So I have no idea. There's, there is a guy that came to my mind that I think could beat the living crap out of just about anybody in the world. Um, but outside of him and a former hockey player, but outside of him, I, I, I don't know. I have no idea. So let's have some fun with this. Who are some guys that you think in the NHL right now could possibly have a chance in a boxing ring? NHL right now. NHL right now. We'll start with players right now. Uh, <laughs> it's a great question, man. Um, God, Curtis McDermott. Yes, Curtis McDermott. Curtis McDermott. See, but the thing uh, is, he, Curtis McDermott will beat your ass and then smile afterwards. Well, what about uh, – <laughs> I mean, I know this is locked on Ducks, Anaheim Ducks. What about Nick DeLaurier? I mean, Nick DeLaurier, is, he's, a, he's an athlete. He's an athlete, and he can move around pretty quickly too. So DeLaurier, he gets in a few scraps, although DeLaurier did lose a fight to Curtis McDermott last season for what it's yeah. worth. No, I mean, I, I'm trying to think of guys that could, and, and the game has changed so much. I can't even think of that many real enforcers anymore. Yeah, I mean, Ryan Reeves, he talked about. Ryan Reeves could take on almost anybody right now. He could, but at the same time, you said eight rounds? Eight rounds. Uh, you get him out of two rounds. I don't know if you – I don't think he'd be able to last. He's a big dude. He is. Um, someone that I miss seeing in scraps, and this is probably going a little bit old school right now, but remember Jordan Tutu? I do. I like Jordan Tutu. Yeah, I liked him with Detroit. He he did a good job. And someone else that of the recent past that I liked seeing fight, Richard Clune. Richie. Richie. Yeah. Boy. <laughs> His brother sure couldn't fight, could he? 
His brother was a twig, man. His brother was a twig. Um, yeah, Rich Clune could could drop him. He could. I, I, bet, I bet Rich Clune could could contend in a boxing match. He absolutely could. He's got some good fighting experience. Um, someone else that I liked a lot from back in the day, Mike Brown. Okay, Brownie. there's a name that I'm trying to just put in the in the storage unit in my head here, but that's not that's not a bad name. What about um, who was that clown with Detroit about ten years ago? Uh, oh, I mentioned one from Detroit. So I'm trying. To- I can't. Th- this would have been like at the end of Bertuzzi's career when Abdul Kader was kind of there. There was another guy. Oh, the the scrawny little defenseman, um, Brandon oh. Brandon McCart- something. McCarty. No, 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 no. Um, geez, I am blanking on his name right now. I know. I can't. Uh, you know, man. I don't know why I'm drawing a blank here, but he was with Detroit a couple years back and. He was kind of a clown, man, but he he had the stamina, that's for sure. No denying that. There's there's a couple other guys on my short list that I've played recently that I think could box. Fraser McLaren. Okay. All right. I mean, he was built like a linebacker. He was 6'4", 250. That guy was built and buff. And I'm thinking of his uh is Brendan Smith. There we go, Brendan Smith. See, when yeah, you when was, you said Brandon, I thought you meant of a different guy that fought. Brandon Prust. Oh yeah. Oh man, he was <laughs> a, I, I've got a name for you, and it's one that I'm not sure I don't know how many people would be familiar with it. All but right. you'll know right away. And this guy, I could guarantee you. You put him in the NHL, you put him in the boxing ring, you put him in the MMA ring, you put him in the bar late at night, and he's going to beat the living crap out of you. It's Chris Cloud. Yes. I was going to bring him up, but I'm glad you did. Uh, we saw yeah, Chris Cloud. We saw him. We saw oh, him. We saw him beat up on dudes twice his size. Absolutely. He we- was a stud, man. I mean, it was uh, – you had guys like um, like Garrett Hunt who <laughs> – you know, Garrett Hunt, you give me – I'll say this. You give him one round, he's going to come at you like a like a hyena. He's gnarly with, you know, one-round bout. But I don't know how long he'd last, dude. He's like he's like 5'6", maybe like a buck 40. <laughs> so for those fans not familiar, uh, he we were talking about ECHL guys, and Hunt was pretty much public enemy number one with the Ontario Reign back in the ECHL days. But that guy—he was public. He was public enemy number one across the league. That's true. Uh, Outside of Stockton, California, he was not a very well liked. Well, that's not true. When he was in in the rink, you know, <laughs> playing hockey. When he was playing hockey, he was the most hated man. But if you're having a beer with him after the game, you love oh. him to death. He's a good dude. Oh, he's awesome outside the rink. Oh, you love? Yeah, you gotta love Garrett Hunt. I mean, he's there's a reason yet. It's like. Um, there's those guys that you just absolutely hate. I mean, shoots, man, you and me. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, when we played, I mean, you and I are buddies, but when we played, you it was... You uh, the hell out of me, man. I'm sorry. I'm not, No, I'm not. What am I saying? That was stupid. I'm not sorry You're for not anything. not sorry? No, it was, a good, it was a good hockey play. See, I don't... I got a bruise. I got a, bruise, uh, I got a cut that, that lasted for about a year right around my nipple. 
and it was from uh, Gio Hurtado. That was uh, those were some fun times. Man, he he played a little rough though. Gio and Jake, they were they were stupid. <laughs> but see, um, see, I didn't mind when you did it because you did it clean. Then there are other guys that started a little, you know, checking into the into the bars or just being over aggressive that I didn't like. But you you would just kind of just do shoulder shoulder, hip to hip, like damn it. Like Yeah, you just you eliminate the play, you know. You you, you aim for the hip and I mean we're getting we're going from boxing see, to checking that, lessons. That's why I got pissed off because when you checked me, it was right when I was in line to get a good shot off or a good pass off. So I was more pissed off that you broke up the play. Keep your head on a swivel, buddy. Yeah, I know, man. And I looked up too, and I knew it was coming, and it still happened. Piss me um, off. No, but okay. Chris Cloud. Chris I'll give Cloud. you Chris Cloud. He, uh, Chris Cloud, I think, could take just about anybody. And I know he he trained for MMA though. He, he was in MMA training, and, and it's different than boxing. But that dude could do just about anything. Um, I got a matchup for you if you're. I don't know, but we're, we're getting way past this Jake Lamb kid or whatever the hell his name is. I don't even remember. Um, <laughs> But uh, Jake I've Paul. got a matchup. I've got a matchup for you. I got two of them. All right. So DJ King and Ryan Reeves. Ooh. I still think Ryan Reeves wins that one by a slight. I don't margin. think DJ was not much of an athlete. He really was kind of more just. He was just a big body dude who could mash you. But the other guy, um, so Zidane Chara, he's a loser. He's a wimp. He can't fight. <laughs> Look, if I was if I was six ten, I'd play the same way. But he's well, not. A, first he, off, he, if I was playing the Bruins from six seven years ago, I would rather fight Zdeno Chara than Milan Lucic. Yes. Well, okay. I would send uh, Jonathan Bernier out to go beat the crap out of both of them. <laughs> That's true. Um. But uh, okay, so Zdeno Chara and Riley Emerson. Yeah, I mean th- those two. If they come to a scrap, I could see Emerson just bringing Zdeno close and just to get him with one shot uh someone who i miss playing that i loved watching colton Orr. <laughs> you're laughing that, that makes one of us that makes one of us go for it what do you want to say no, about colton Orr? nothing <laughs> i'm not a big fan i mean he was kind of an ass yes on the ice um a heavyweight but kind of an ass about this you throw rob ray in the corner you're, you're cornered by rob ray then then you're in trouble those were different those were different times though those were such different times yeah because a lot of these fighters aren't even in the league anymore you talk about guys like ty domi uh derek bugard who beat the crap out of people tiger williams going way back and another guy that was in the goon movie george larocque well, you and I have talked about this before. One of our favorite players growing up was the Grim Reaper. Oh, damn. Grimson, man. Grim- Grimson had a mean streak going, too. I've got one for you, and I hated him because he played for Calgary and he put up 80 points a year at least. But Jerome McGinley could fight. You know, people don't talk about Jerome McGinley in that light enough because they talk about the scoring, they talk about the Hall of Fame career, yeah, yeah, whatever. No, dude could dude could scrap. He was something else. I hated him because, you know, Calgary, Vancouver, but, I mean, I hated him then. I You know, I love Jerome McGinley. He's a special, special hockey player. But, yeah, no, I mean, like, honestly, you talk about someone that 
you could just throw in out of nowhere and he might beat you up is Jerome McGinley. And again, no, no one really talks about him in that light. Not to say that it's no. a bad thing. Not that he's not deserving of that role. He did play that role pretty damn well, I thought. But see, that's what's missing in hockey. I mean, yes, I know fighting's going on to the game, but you kind of miss those guys that can scrap but also score three goals in an, any given moment. Well, <laughs> you're telling the wrong guy on that end. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know who could scrap a little bit? Andy Andrioff. I saw him get a crap beaten out of him by Kevin Bieksa, so I don't know. Yeah. And I'll throw another name out there who's currently in Toronto. Kyle Clifford. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's a dude I don't want to mess with. Yeah. And I'll throw a dude that you don't want to mess with for a plethora of reasons. And you know this guy. Um, I, I don't know if you've met this guy. Garnet Hathaway. Kind oh, of, I love, yeah. No, he's he was with uh Stockton. He was in the he was in the Flames organization. Yep, played for the Stockton Heat. What do you remember about Garnet Hathaway playing against Ontario or seeing him live? He was a really good hockey player. I mean, honestly, he was just a very very good hockey player. Um I know his NHL career didn't pan out. I know he's playing uh he's playing for um he's not with Calgary anymore. He's over on the East Coast. He's with the Caps. Um, yeah, but very, very talented hockey player. Um, kind of just, you know, going to a baseball term because I cover baseball, he's kind of like a, a quiet, average five-tool player. Um, he's got, you know, he can skate well, he can shoot, he can make he can make the play, he can uh, play defense pretty well. I think he's actually, that's kind of his role right now, isn't it? It's more of like a fourth-line, third-line defense, or not defenseman, but defend defensive forward. Um I think he's a really good hockey player, man. And another note about him, he's from uh he's from Maine. Yeah. He's from uh oh well, shoot. First off, he... I'm just gonna say this. Ducks fans hate him because this was the guy that spit on Good Branson last season, if you recall. It was that guy. That's right. <laughs> yeah. That's right. No, he's from uh he's from a weird town in Maine, and I'm trying to remember the name. Garnet um, Hathaway? Yeah, he's from uh He's from Florida. No, he's not. He was born in Maine. He's from Maine. He might have played and grown up in Florida, but I know for a fact he's from Maine. Uh, I'm going to correct you on this. Like, I'm for sure going to correct you on this one. He's from Florida. No. No, no, no. We've How many how many Google attributes do we have here? Gar- Garnet Hathaway birthplace. Let's find <laughs> out. I'm going to tell you exactly where the hell he's from. He is from... Kennebunkport, Maine. Garnet Hathaway? Yep. Go take a nice little Google look on that one, man. Sorry for beating you up on this show. I could have sworn he was born in Florida, man. Nope, nope. He's from Maine. Ah, I see it now, yeah. But he did spend some... Well, he spends time everywhere. That's the thing. Like, he's he's gone lots of places. He is a Floridian, I think, though. He was somewhere in Florida down there. But, yeah, no. Yeah, just he was uh, down there for a talented while. talented hockey player. Talented hockey player. Um, any more names you want to throw out there that you think could scrap just in the rink? Oh, <laughs> I think I'm just going to close it out at Chris Cloud, man. Chris, Chris, Chris Cloud. Chris, Chris Cloud was a stud. 
But just wrapping up and kind of circling back to where we started, do you think Ryan Reeves, Evander Kane, or any of these other guys could actually take him on? Do you think Jake Paul would actually entertain this idea? Because Evander Kane even put out a date. Uh, he said August 31st, 2021. <laughs> I'll, I'll watch. I'd watch. Um, I'd watch. I don't know anything about this YouTube kid. Jake Paul is his name? Yeah. Is he related to Aaron Paul? <laughs> I don't know if he is, man. No. Um, I don't know. I watched the Nate Robinson <laughs> quote-unquote fight, but that was more of a that was like a shot. Of, that was like a shot of tequila for anybody. That's that's a tooth punch knockout. Um, as a joke, uh, I don't know anything about this Jake Paul kid, but I think if you are gonna box and you're an NHL player, you better be a heck of an athlete and you better build your stamina. Um, and you also better build your core because you don't realize how impactful those shots. Everyone aims for the head in the NHL. No one goes for the rib cage, and those shots to the rib cage are what take you down. Yeah. And by the way, Ryan Reeves. Did challenge Jake Paul as well. <laughs> With, I will say that I, I'm not going to be on. Give me one round of Ryan Reeves and see how it lasts in the second, third, fourth, fifth. <laughs> so here's what Ryan Reeves said. Right after I take care of Paul Bissonette at Rough and Rowdy, Jake Paul oh. can get that smoke. Book it. Oh, get that smoke. <laughs> Biz nasty. And he wasn't much of it. I love Biz, but I. If he ever tunes in, Biz, you can get my number through this show. Let's let's talk about setting something up. I'll, I'll take you. Well, you want to know what Biz said after that to Ryan Reeves? What Biz said? Can I enjoy retirement in peace, please? Oh, come come get me, dude. I'll take you out of retirement real quick. <laughs> I love Biz, man. He was cool. I, he was a really nice. He was a really nice guy. Really good guy. But I love uh, Biz. But uh, I'll tell you. I'm up for it. <laughs> you up for a couple rounds against Biz? Uh, maybe, uh, maybe a couple rounds of whiskey, and then we get or what's it, what's his drink? He's a vodka He's guy a vodka or something guy. stupid. Like, that's so dumb. But uh, yeah, I'll, I'll do. I'll take some shots of vodka with him, and then we can go skating and fight. <laughs> yeah, I don't don't ask me why I know this. Anyway, we're gonna end on that note. Uh, so Taylor, you have a book coming out pretty soon. Uh, yeah, um, can't say a whole lot about it because we're in the publishing phases. Uh, so once we finalize publishing, then we can have a little bit more, but yeah, be on the lookout for a book. Um, if you want to follow me on Twitter, I'm at Taylor Blake Ward. We'll have a lot of information there. Should have some websites up and maybe even a podcast about the book coming up. Um, the life of a baseball scout, um, not me, but another one. And, uh, it's his biography and it should be fun. Uh, once it comes out. Yep. And once again, friend of the program and hockey aficionado, Taylor Blake Ward. Thanks for coming on, man. Really appreciate it. <laughs> you got it, buddy. All right. And we're just going to close it out right here saying you can hear this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you hear your podcasts. And make sure to follow us on Twitter. You can follow him at Taylor Blake Ward. Follow me at StimpyJD or follow the show at LO underscore Ducks. And we're back with some semi-regular podcasts. I know November we took off, and we're coming back. Hopefully, hockey comes back soon. I'm hoping, man. I want to see some hockey oh, fights. I'm all for it. It'll be fun. I want to see round 110 billion of Reeves versus Kane, and and round round one of Ward versus Biz Nasty. <laughs>
Biz, if you're listening, please let that happen or someone let him know. I want to see this. Uh, Taylor, thanks again. Absolutely, man. For Locked On Anaheim Ducks, that was Taylor Blake Ward. I'm Jason Hernandez saying stay safe, be kind to one another, and ducks fly together.